Hey guys, this is Christopher Sean, aka Kazuriziono, and you are listening to Radio Dakar. Broadcasting across the galaxy, you're listening to Radio Dakar, a Star Wars podcast dedicated to Resistance, The Mandalorian, and more. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Radio Dakar. I'm your host, Doug Brooks, and I've got my co-host with me. Say hi, hi. little Han. Hi, hi Brownie. <laughs> I got I got them both here. We are here for another episode of Star Wars Resistance to talk about. We've got Season 2, Episode 6, From Beneath. And this one was written by uh, Doc Wyatt and Kevin Burke, who did several episodes in the first season. They are really cool guys uh, who have written some great episodes in the past. They uh, also did the um, comic book series that were in a couple of issues of Star Wars Adventures by IDW. Uh, This one was directed by Stuart Lee. (laughs) And did did Brownie like it? I don't speak Porg. What's he saying? Yeah. He did? Okay. I speak Porg. Okay, you speak Porg. Okay, you can translate for him. Uh, so I like this episode, and you liked it too, right? Yeah. All right. So we're gonna yep. we're, we're just going to run through and talk about it, because it was a lot of fun. Uh, so it was, only, if as far as our main cast, it only focused on Kaz and Tora and Flix and Orca. Um, so nice to see Kaz and Tora. But who was driving the ship? Uh, Tora flew it this time. Oh. Yeah, she yeah she got to fly the uh, the. Oh hi Wampa. Our kitties are here again. Yes. Um. Yeah. Th- th- that shuttle that they use on the show. Um. You know they we've seen it a few times. It's kind of like the Star Cruiser on um, Star Tours, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. What... Oh, Star Tours is the best thing ever. Uh, we love Star Tours. Yes. And I can't <laughs> wait to ride the Falcon. Yes, I can't wait to ride the Falcon either at Batu. Um. But this was this episode was really cool because it was, um. A chance. I mean, we've had Flix and Orca episodes kind of in the past, like Dangerous Business and ones like that. But this Bebo, w- he was in B. They were, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I think maybe they were in Bebo. No, I saw him in Bebo. Well, but I mean, Flix and Orca are great characters. We love them. Um, but, but this was last episode. I mean, the last last episode. Why did Nico say Bebo? Well, he misses his friend Bebo, but we're not talking. But Bebo but we, we, is there. No, they left. Be- no, Bebo's still on Castellon. They're on Castellon. No, they left Castellon. That's the whole point of the second season. Then why is there sky and not? Uh, remember, remember, Niku made a sky so they would feel like they're home. But they're not really. No, they're not really. They're in space. Well, um, I wish they were home. Maybe they will be at the end of the at the end of the series. Maybe Tam. What? No. Um. But yeah. But and, maybe Tam. Uh, hopefully, Niku. Tam will come home. Yeah. And there's no, yeah, we didn't. Uh, it's maybe kinda, everyone, the whole entire movie, will I do be feel kinda, all together. I hope so. Maybe at Dakar or something. No, well, they already. Is Wampa sleeping with Marley? Yeah, Wampa has a has a little pet kitty. Yeah. All right, but let's get to the episode. Um, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's a let's yeah. Do it with this a is Major Von Reg Tie Fighter right here. We do have a Major Von Reg Tie Fighter from Lego. Um, and I'm gonna earn it from the Falcon. <laughs> Yeah, I made you a promise. If you can keep your Lego Falcon together for a year, you can play with the um, the oh, Major Von Reg Tie Fighter. Yeah, 
Yeah, the kitties are just want to listen. Um, so yeah, it's a flex. Can I have both or just one? Uh, you can have both. Yeah. All right, let's. Can I have the walker too? We'll see. How about Walker? You've already you've got a lot of Legos to play with though. Oh, dude. how about Walker three years? Maybe. If I can keep all these together for the Mandalorian three years. Walker, maybe we'll see. Ooh, when can I get that? No, that stays in the box. Oh, I want the fireball. No, the fireball. We'll see. Let's not worry about collectibles right well, now. You we have got. Tons. I know I have tons, but you got tons of Star Wars toys too, dude. Well, um, the Falcon's only a thousand and fifteen pieces. Yeah, well, and a hundred dollars. Wow. So let's talk about Flix and Orca. Let's that, this, do it. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad they had an episode let's to shine. It. Let's do it, Bobby Bubba. <laughs> we have to give a shout out to Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan because they do the voices of Flix and Orca, and I think they're awesome. I'm going to give out of Kazuda. Kazuda. Yeah. Chris, Christopher Sean. He's an awesome guy. Yeah. We, we love Christopher. Um, but when but, can we meet the voice of Tam? We met the voice of Tam. No, in like Empire, like Mad. Oh, well, she's the same person. Oh, you're silly. Um, I'm not silly. You're but yeah, yeah, Jim Rash and Bobby Moynihan. I mean, you know, they do uh, technically they're guest stars, but on the show, but they guest they do stars. such yeah, they because they're not on every episode, yeah, but they do a great job. And I mean, I've mentioned it in old episodes that I, Jim Rash is I loved him since Community. Wait, and, is the cat back there? Yeah, the cat's back there. Don't worry about him. Come here. Um, but uh, I said it before. Uh, go on YouTube and look up the Dean's rap from oh, Community. Uh, the Dean's rap from go community. Back, you. Do you want to go play with the cats and let me do this? No, I want to get. Okay, the cat well, don't worry about the cat. He's just listening. So anyway, okay, go on YouTube, look up community Dean's rap. You'll you'll see my favorite wait, wait, thing from wait, Jim Rash. Cra- crazy porg. Uh, but Bobby Moynihan, awesome guy, and uh, if you haven't watched it. Um, Watch the new DuckTales, because he plays Louie. DuckTales. Oh, Duck... What? Glomtails. <laughs> Glomtails. I yeah. like that. Yeah, the Glomtails it's is a... the best episode of the new one. Well, uh, if you see it on TV, it's like a theme song. Theme song takeover. Yeah. Yeah. With Glomtails, it's like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's talk about um, But, yes, Bobby Moynihan's an awesome guy. Uh, he was nice enough to send a couple of autographed items for us. Um, yeah, the so whiskers we, feel good. We love him. Um, the whiskers feel good. Kitty whiskers do feel good. All right, so we get to find out Our that um, that Flix is a Gazo, uh, and they are from, Dra- from... Dragor 3 is their planet name. It's Tractor. No, it's not Tractor. It's Dragor 3. I think, I think you're making it. No, they. they I, heard, I heard him say like. It kind of sounded like, it, but, um, so it turns out that they're, well, they thought they were the only, you know, like, uh, what's called a sentient species on that planet, but they didn't know about the dragons. They thought it was a legend. Um, a legend? What's a legend? You know, like a made-up story. Well, like a story that is so like so old that it feels made up, but really, you know, there's an old saying that there's always truth in legends, so. Um, but like so, hmm? the legend a long time ago in nineteen eighty six. Kind of like that, yeah. Um, but they they go there because they need fuel, and you know, of course, Flix knows that his family um, does, there? does mining for fuel. But they're not supposed to do mining. But well, yeah, they didn't listen to the warnings of the legends. Um, I did like the irony that a bird-like species like Where the Gazos. Yeah, you're a bird-like. 
the porgs are bird-like, uh, that a bird-like species like the gazos would uh, have a business. What is a gazo? A bird? Uh, they look like a bird, but I think it's what? funny. I think it's funny that they have super tall legs. Well, they do have super tall legs, but that a bird would their job would take them underground. You would think they would do things in the sky, but no, they're going underground. So I thought that was um, very ironic. Brownie told me he went underground. Brownie once. went underground. Well, he yeah on crate. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it, Tora had to because um, Dragor Three has all the storms and everything. Like she had but to, the weather wasn't really like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No? It was very. They had like all those that the storms and the yellow no, it, fog it, and. It used the weather's not that bad. It was pretty bad. Remember, they had to crash land the the shuttle, uh, which. No, the weather not used to be not that bad. Well, it was on the show. But the, the, I'll, sh- the, I'll show you. Well, we'll watch. Cass it. said, "Is the weather <laughs> like this at Dragor Three? In Flixig. It's not as bad as this. Like No, it, it used to not be as bad as this. Like, it's gotten worse, and it's probably because of all the mining they do, and, you know. Um, they should have stopped mining. Well, and they, that, that was kind of the point of the show, to leave things alone. So they go to the, they grow, go to the drilling station run by his family. And First, can I ask you one question? That, why is that called a mouse? It's not a for the compu- rat. Well, no, it's because... When they first made the things for computers, that it, it looked like a mouse. Well, and plus, you know, like older ones like mine have, um, it has a tail, so it looks like a mouse. But where's its eyes? Well, some they don't have eyes. It's just they don't have eyes. No. But, but then rats look like this. Oh, you ever heard the uh, the rhyme three blind mice"? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's let's talk about the show. I, yeah, I don't think people care about us talking about computers. Yeah. Um, so, oh, got to mention uh, his family, um, Pete Holmes, who I'm guessing is Saturday Night Live. Pete Holmes does a voice of the couple of the cousins, but yeah. his main cousin Flanx is played by Paul F. Tompkins, who uh, some of you may know as a comedian. Um, he does this really cool. And this is really no. Cool. I'm ta- no. Hold no, on. This is really cool. What? How did Tora get up this? Big a thousand feet thing. Well, I haven't gotten to that yet, but she had to climb really far. She got a workout doing that. But Paul F. Tompkins does a podcast beep, um, beep, beep. called um, The Dead Authors Podcast, and he plays. Ah. Um, oh, shoot. I'm going to make a microphone. You go do that. He plays. Um, I think it's H.G. Wells, and he interviews like uh, dead authors played by other people. And they're. What? what are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, th- there's tons of episodes, and it's so it's it's great. It's, it's all improv in front of a live audience. Uh, my favorite episode, and the one I was. Tra- uh, rec- my f- my oh, favorite I'm not done. episode I'm not done. is Bebo. I'm not talking about uh, resistance. I'm talking about a podcast. No, um, is about, the, um, we're supposed to be talking about the show, not talking about anything else. Let's talk about the show, okay? Okay. So, um, yeah. I can't remember who plays him, but uh, he's he interviews who L, is it? L. Ron Hubbard. Um, the, who is it? What? Who plays who? I'm talking about a, a podcast. Anyway, uh, who plays cat? 
No, okay, the guy who did the voice of Flanks, his cousin, does a podcast where he pretends to be, um, like, talk to uh, author, uh, people who wrote books a long time ago, and it's it's really funny. Dead Authors oh, Podcast. show so. me it. It's in a movie. Show me it on Disney Plus when it comes out. No, it's, no, it's just on radio. Ooh, then show me on radio. Okay, well, man, we're never going to get through this. <laughs> um, so, uh, we, we find out that, Fli- uh, I love that they're doing, like, little tidbits of background on the last couple episodes we find out that flicks um wanted to be a cantina singer uh, which um, instantly yeah which instantly made me think of um nick the lounge singer on saturday night live Uh, of course he did the star wars song uh so i thought that was funny i don't know if that was intentional on their part or not um so anyway, there's the legend that uh, all the mining that they're doing uh, could unleash the dragons. Um, oh, then if the dragons go up, they might destroy the just a little They might, apartment. yeah. Um, so, um... It's yeah. just new. Yeah. What? Yeah, my little Star Wars button on the, on the phone. <laughs> I've lost my place, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... So anyway, yeah, that's what the family's doing now. They're drilling, and then, um, so they, well, but their drilling equipment is not working, so Kaz makes out that, all right, all right, do your marble run. So Kaz makes the deal um, that they'll help them fix the equipment so that they can get the fuel they need for the Colossus. Um, Little Han is, he's enjoying his his toys right now, so I'm going to finish the episode. Uh, Where was I? Okay, so, uh, yeah, so they're worried about the dragons. Um, no, I, I have to say, I did like the design of the mine and the mining equipment. You know, it's an alien world. It's an alien race doing the mining. And I thought they made the look of everything unique. Uh, so that's neat. It, I mean, you can see, like, Earth influences, but, like, the mining elevator was neat and uh, the drill itself with the lasers and the and the cutting uh, machinery. So, yeah, just really well designed all the way around. I, I like this planet a lot. Um, of course, the elevator gets knocked down, and they all have to um, make it out. Uh, Tora and Orca have to have their little adventure together, and yeah, that, that was nice because we got a little, um, you know, Orca. <laughs> Even though he was tired, he got to, you know, he t- said, "Oh, I love you know, I love the guy." Um, you know, they're our first gay couple on the in Star Wars that is official. Uh, so I, I mean they didn't explicitly say it on the episode but you know it, it was obvious um, but yeah I liked the, the back and forth with Myrna and Bobby getting to do that scene as they climb up and then you know they have their own adventure uh, with you know Kaz and Flix and Flank and CB trying to fix the uh, the drill and of course, the dragons you know, make their appearance. And again, a really nice design for the dragons. I, I like where they're going with monsters on this series. You know, we had the uh, Jakush um, a couple episodes ago. We had, um, of course, Bebo's mom last season. Uh, they're they're really they really do a good job with uh, creature design for this show, like the big like monster like kaiju type stuff. Um, uh, I mentioned the Jakush made me think of um, like the 98 Godzilla movie. Kind of the same thing here. Um, like when they were underground at um, like below Madison Square Garden and that's that part of the movie. 
I liked Godzilla 98, so, you know, I, I might reference it more. Who knows? Um, that, that movie made me want to live in New York, and I'm glad I did for a short time. <laughs> that story for another day. Um, yeah, little Han's still doing good. <laughs> so I'll finish it out for him. Um, he, he enjoyed the episode. Um, he, he's just busy with his stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, then the sound design for the Dragon Roar was really cool. It's kind of unique. Um, and I did like, you know, they gave them plausible features. Like, you know, if you're a dragon and you've lived, like, underground your, your whole life, you're going to be sensitive to light. So, the, you know, that using light as a weapon against them, you know, was logical. Uh, I like the little, you know, their visions based on movement, like Jurassic Park. Even Lil Han pointed that out. I think he's only seen, uh, like, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. His grandma took him to see that, of all movies. Um, but he was like, so the dragons in the episode, they were like T-Rex. I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, so just nice little touches there as far as the characteristics of the dragons. Um, you know, we get the, have to have the little rescue in the dragon cave when Flanks gets, uh, carried off. Um, oh, my handwriting is so bad sometimes. I, I need to do these notes uh, a little slower. Um, oh, uh, yeah, the, the reveal that it's a family of dragons. It's not not just the one where they all pop up one at a time and they're surrounding everybody before uh, Tor comes down with a shuttle. That, that was that was a really cool effect. Um yeah, just nice visuals all around. It was a unique planet with the yellow fog and the storms, and then underground had its own look. Um, that was really cool. I'm, I'm glad, you know, and that's part of this season is they're getting getting to explore other worlds and uh, unique uh, environments. Uh, so this is something kind of new for us with Star Wars. Uh, I haven't mentioned it yet, but it kind of reminded me of, like, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit with um, uh, the dwarves in their minds and you know, um, with smog and, you know, they didn't have like, a MacGuffin like the Arkenstone or anything, but, uh, you know, you just kind of, kind of got that vibe. Um, but you know, and it's not that they're going for jewels or anything, you know, well, the fuel's precious, but yeah, just an enjoyable world that they created for this one and creatures. Um, and then, you know, Flanks learns his lesson, uh, that he should have listened to the legends and, um, been more cautious. So they seal up the cave to protect the dragons and leave them be, tells the family the same and, and they get the fuel and, you know, it's a nice, nice, happy ending. Um, you know, Flix gets resolved with his family and, um, <laughs> according to Bucket's List, they were going to have him sing, which as I said, Jim Rash, <laughs> I like it when he sings, when he did the Dean's rap on Community. Uh, so uh, it's too bad we didn't get that. But uh, just just a good Flicks and Orca episode. And, um, you know, find out just neat little tidbits about them and got to see them in the spotlight. Uh, I was really glad. So good job to Jim and Bobby for their episode. And, um, that's the funny thing. If you looked at the cast list, usually you've got like all almost all of Team Fireball and then a bunch of supporting characters. I mean, it was really just... Christopher Sean as Kaz, and then um, Myrna and Bobby and Jim from the regular cast, and then you had, uh, like I said, Paul F. Tompkins and uh, Pete Holmes, and another person did the um, Gazo voice, that, and the name escapes me. Um, yeah, just a nice little focused story. Uh, so good job to Doc and 
Kevin. I always enjoy their episodes on the show. Uh, but that's it for uh, this episode. Um, Little Han and I both enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back next week with another Resistance review. But before then, we've got two episodes of The Mandalorian to watch. We are so excited about Disney Plus dropping. We cannot wait to watch it. Uh, it should be amazing. Those reviews will be up too. We're going to be reviewing both shows. Um, and as I teased last um, episode, we may uh, do like a retro review of Freemaker Adventures since we never did the series proper. Um, so lots of fun stuff coming up thanks to Disney Plus and, um, well, Disney XD in this case. Uh, but that's it. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Radio Dakar on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, most major podcast platforms host the show. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Overcast, um, Google Play. I want to say iTunes, but it's Apple now. Um, of course, the home base is Anchor. Anchor.fm, the Anchor app, will lead you to uh, the episodes. Uh, you can become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash Radio Dakar. Uh, until next time, uh, for little Han and the Porgs here, may the force be with you.